Welcome to the Arts of Spirituality podcast. This is your host, Myra. This podcast takes us on a journey to finding new ways of spirituality that can help us ascend to our higher self and be one with the universe. Hi, friends. Today we're going to be talking about five steps that you could take for you to become more emotionally mature. I was inspired to do this topic because in the last episode, I misused the word over and over and over again. And it took a great friend to point this out to me in the best possible way that she could. In all honesty, it hurt for a brief second. It hurt my ego. And I wanted to react a certain way and I wanted to throw the towel and I wanted to say, F it, I'm, I'm not for this. Like, I don't know how I missed it and it is what it is and I, I'm just I'm just gonna quit, you know? For a brief second, all the negativity ran through my mind. And then obviously that second passed and I started saying to myself, well, I could take what she says the best way that I can because she did say it in the nicest way that she could and take it as a learning experience. And the thing is that I learned this about myself recently. I'm actually dyslexic and I used to blame it on the fact that I grew up in a Spanish-speaking household and then it was very hard for me to adapt to going from you know, um, a Spanish-speaking household and always talking Spanish at home to always talking Spanish at school. And that transition was very, very hard for me. And I, I used to blame it on that. Then I used to blame it on the fact that I went to school with low resources. So I went to the ghetto. <laughs> and um, I feel like my ego made up these excuses feel better about the scenario. But unfortunately, it's not that. It's actually that I am dyslexic. And if anybody knows anything about astrology, I actually have my Mercury retrograde in my in my birth chart. So I was born to be dyslexic. <laughs> my higher self chose for me to be dyslexic for whatever reason. <laughs> the same question that might be on your mind was on my mind when these comments were made and it was the if I'm dyslexic why am I a podcaster why do I want to write a book if I'm dyslexic why would I put myself out there when I have a disability and other people don't have that disability and are able to speak and are able to collect their ideas and and trans transfer them into an actual successful podcast And the thing is that, like I said, after I got over the fact that the negative took over, after that second, I said to myself, if I continue always shying away from the opportunities and shying away from the things that I want to do, I'm never going to get nothing done all because my ego got hurt. And I look back in my life and I think about all the missed opportunities that I had And it was all because I was too shy, because I was not confident, because I always made up an excuse for it. And I missed out on a lot, all because I couldn't get over the negative aspects of me. And I didn't accept myself because 
I didn't accept myself enough to know that it really doesn't matter. You guys are here to listen to the arts of spirituality, not my dyslexic disability. <laughs> little by little, I'm sharing my experience of all the things that I have learned throughout the 10 years plus in the spirituality realm and the things that I have done, experience and I feel like it could give you guys so much information about that that it really doesn't matter how I deliver it as long as you guys know that I have a dyslexic issue and we move past it. So this topic came to me because of that, because of that brief second, the moment that the ego took over. And like I said, for a long time, I made up excuses about why I had this impairment and now that I know that it's actual an actual disorder then you know we'll figure out what to do with that <laughs> I really do need therapy <laughs> and not to mention the the fact that this topic is it helps out a lot when it comes to your spirituality because if you are emotionally mature enough to see past the ego and know that it's okay for you to have these thoughts. It's okay for something to happen and your ego flare up. And it's okay for you to have these negative comments right after your ego flares up. And it is okay for you to have negative thoughts. The thing that is not okay is how you react to things. So you need to be emotionally mature to know when something is meant to hurt you or or it's meant for you to have a certain reaction and when it's not. So here's the steps that I have taken in the past for me to become a little bit more emotional mature. Step one is evaluate your emotions. I cannot stress enough, you should always jot down what's on your mind. Either you do a voice recording or you do journaling or you just talk to yourself out loud. When you start noticing different emotions like different things that that are happening and it seems like you're always on the same state of emotion per se in this case that in this case that my ego was hurt because of of something something that someone else said that I felt that it was a that I was a failure I felt like it was I wasn't worthy enough I wasn't good enough I wasn't um I wasn't good enough to do what I'm doing and I personally felt attacked those emotions if they constantly coming up and then let's say that I have another conversation with a different friend and all of a sudden um, they they criticize or they say something that triggers me to feel like I'm not worthy of or if I'm at work and my boss my boss tells me something that triggers me to feel unworthy or feel like I'm not good enough or feel the negative emotion that previously my friend had given me or previously my spouse had given me or someone someone that is completely not related in different scenarios is making me feel. And this is going to take some time for you to actually start looking through your journal, like start highlighting, well, on this day I felt I felt mad because my friend told me that, you know, I suck at podcasting because that's not how she said it, but you know what I'm saying. Because I didn't say a word right and I should I should correct that about myself. Start 
noticing the things or the emotions that are constantly coming up. That's the first step. So you're going to write down all these things that are happening in your daily life and just start highlighting the the emotions that each day has. Every day should have a highlight of a specific emotion that took over the whole entire day. And most of the time, the negative emotions always take out the most of us. Like you go to you go to bed and you're still thinking about the scenario that happened because it made you feel so triggered. So start writing those things down and start highlighting. I think like the best way you could do it is like highlight each emotion in different colors. That way you could see like a pattern that, that comes around. That's step one. Step two is start digging into that emotion. What is it about that emotion that keeps coming up? And this is going to be in different phases of your life. Like sometimes you're more triggered on one aspect of your life and sometimes you're not. These triggers that come up with um, these emotions that are surfacing up and are constantly being triggered by everyone and everything, it's, it's a sign that you have to heal from whatever the root of the problem was. So in my case, obviously, I'm going to continue using the example of my friend telling me that I was misusing a word in our last episode. The reason why it made me feel so unworthy and so incompetent and it made me feel like I shouldn't be doing what I'm doing because if I'm going to get that kind of criticism and that's my friend, then I could get some criticism from someone else. The way that I saw it was, why do I still continue feeling unworthy? Why do I still continue feeling like I have to be perfect in order for me to be doing something? Or in order for me to put myself out there, I have to be 100% on the dot, precise about everything and be so perfect because I'm afraid of the criticism. So breaking down that emotion as to why my friend upset me so much and why did I have those negative thoughts in my mind could help you not only become a more emotional mature but also start healing it's also questioning yourself when's the first time that that emotion came up when's the first time that you felt unworthy when's the first time that you felt like you were incompetent when was the first time that you felt like this very scenario happened again but as a child as a teenager or earlier on in the year trace back to where that emotion came from and start start even dissecting the scenario was it your fault that you're that you're really feeling unworthy or was it not your fault was it was it based on somebody else in emotional immaturity or was it the fact that you you there's there's something else that you need to learn off of this experience for myself obviously it's not like i'm going to stop speaking or using words or whatever i'm going to make those mistakes even even with the criticism and my disability but i know now that this is something that i have to work on it just takes a little bit more efforts on the on the things that are, if it is you that you need to work on because nobody's here to be perfect and like I mentioned if anybody knows anything about astrology my mercury is retrograding on my birth chart so there I was meant to have 
some sort of communication issue. I was meant to have that. Why did my higher self choose for me to have this? Well, we can't be perfect. You got to choose something negative out of your personality. You have to choose something that you're going to have to work out because like I mentioned, this is part of your life path. So if it was you and it, it was something that your trauma was led because of you and that's what you feel, you have to heal from that and say, this is what my higher self chose. How can I better myself through these lessons? What is it that I need to learn about me being dyslexic that I could be who I want to be with that impairment? And what could that impairment show me about the life lessons that I have to live here in life and if it's somebody else that that created that trauma and created that that negative emotion then it's out of your hands in my personal opinion it is easier for you to forgive someone else than forgive yourself in my personal opinion this could be different for someone else but for me I feel like I could forgive others if they caused a trauma or they caused um, a certain scenario because I could easily say, I forgive you, but you stay on that side of the world. I'll stay on this side of the world. But it's hard for me to deal with my own demons, my own darkness, me making those mistakes because I want to be perfect. And it goes right back into me growing up, being the the firstborn the first woman grandchild in my mom's side of the family and I was I was seen as a leader everywhere I went I always had to start things up it was always up to me to bring that idea it was always up to me to make that change but when things went wrong I was accountable for all that like all the things that I did or did not do as a leader you were at fault you were always at fault but this is part of my mission this is part of you being the person that you are and that's why i really love astrology because and in astrology you could really see what your higher self chose to be because you choose the very second that you're going to be born in you're choosing your actual tools the the negative things that are going to come in in your life to teach you a lesson and the positive things that you have the abilities that you have to win in life and all you have to do is figure which one's which and move from there so and I haven't seen nobody's birth chart be completely 100% perfect and the greatest signs ever so there's a lot of room for growth and if we did reincarnate it's because we weren't perfect in our previous life And it's not perfection that we're trying to achieve. It's the lessons that come with the imperfections. So we got to embrace those imperfections. Step number three is be conscious of the triggers. So find the triggers that made you feel this specific way. Find the triggers that make you feel a negative side, a negative emotion that affects the way that you're reacting affects the way that you're approaching things in this case the fact that I was being criticized for something that I want to achieve and something that is considered 
one of my I mean I consider this to be like my passion so therefore it's like being triggered on something that I'm I'm being myself in the podcast I'm trying to be the best me that I could be I guess you could say and I'm putting my effort and every time that I post I try to post something that is my my best foot forward and even though I know I haven't given in my all it's still a part of me that is is very raw to me and when I'm criticized about it or when I was criticized about it by a person that I truly cared it meant that maybe there was other people that thought the same way and finding those triggers finding the triggers that if my mom would have told me this you know I would have felt a little different about it if my husband would have told me the same thing I would have been furious. <laughs> I think I took a better approach when my friend told me because of the way that she said it. And even then, like for a split second, I felt a negative emotion about it. So finding those triggers. If you go back to step one, if you're highlighting already what emotions are coming up, you're going to start noticing a pattern what it was that those emotions are coming up with either a specific person or a specific scenario that you're in or even an environment like if someone calls you out in front of people instead of calling you and telling you personally or if it's if it's the fact that they're telling you a certain way or if it's because you you're under the influence of alcohol or or drugs and you're taking it way too too harshly or way you're taking it in a, in a negative way because of the substances that you're in so be aware of the triggers be aware of the things that that are that are triggering that negative emotion step number four is to start correcting your behavior it is very hard for you to change the way that you think about things i think that it's hard to change anybody's mind. The way that you react to things, you definitely have a control over. You have a control of reacting a certain way, even though it's not what you're internally feeling. And even though you want to lash out and let out that in, that negative emotion, the healthy way is to express that it does hurt you or that it did hurt your ego, but not in a way where you're going to cause conflict and not in an aggressive way so in my case i don't know if my friend knew that i was upset or if i wasn't upset i didn't want to bring up the fact that i was i felt a negative and a negative emotion when she did bring it up because i think that in the scenario that i was in it wouldn't have helped because i want her to give me those those feedbacks i want her to feel comfortable enough to tell me when something is wrong in my page because I cannot grow if I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I cannot grow neither as a person nor as a professional if I don't know what I'm doing wrong. And I really do appreciate when she says these things, when she says these things and she compliments me a lot. I'm not going to say that she's a bad friend. She compliments me a lot of the things on a lot of the things that I do. And I know she's a good friend. And I know she means well. Otherwise, I would have taken it completely different and then just 
you know, blocked her or something. Start correcting how you react towards it. Sometimes, sometimes we tend to trigger other people when we're lashing out, when they're the ones that started triggering you, and then it becomes a constant fight of triggering each other. And it's worse when we know the person because you already know their weaknesses and you already know exactly where to hit them to piss them off and set them on fire kind of thing. So just be aware of be aware of how you're going to react to the scenario. Understand that most of the time you have a choice. You have a choice to learn from from what is being triggered and your emotion and how you could process it or you could continue with the same trigger and reacting the same way and and continue being the definition of insanity which is doing the same thing over and over and over and expecting a different result and you're not going to achieve healing if you don't have enough control to control your actions so you in order to be to have more self-control you have to control your actions the fifth step is once you have actually gained control over the way that you're reacting over things then it's it's time for you to start healing from that emotion now you already know what your triggers were when was the first time you felt it what keeps coming up what are the things that are that are triggering it who's triggering it and how you're reacting to a certain way now it's time to heal it's time for you to heal that aspect of you it's time for you to say okay this happened and how am I going to heal question yourself on how you're going to heal in my way I need to go to a therapy and I'm conscious enough to know that if I have a speech impairment it may or may not be corrected in therapy because like I said mercury retrograde but but also I'm aware that the fact that if this is what it is then I need something to to outweigh the way that I talk so obviously my choice of words always are going to affect the way that that I'm delivering the message but the knowledge behind what I'm letting you guys know and how I'm approaching things it's going to be what is going to make the podcast the podcast. Otherwise, if I'm just saying things and I'm saying them wrong, <laughs> then it's not going to be much of an audience here. But it's the way that I'm approaching the scenario. And it's, a, it's the way that I'm giving you guys and delivering the message. And it is the background knowledge of all this. And do you know how many conflicts would be avoided if we were all just emotionally mature? See, when you start healing, you're going to be able to see other people's wounds. You're going to be able to see them wearing them on their sleeves. Because the way that they're reacting, you've already been there. You already know what it is to be triggered. You already know what it is to react a certain way because of your triggers. And you're able to help someone else in a scenario where they need to they need some help in their emotional maturity and if they're not quite there enough to heal then you're healed yourself and once you're there and you start seeing how other people react towards their their own 
emotional trauma and emotional immaturity, you're able to see how much you have actually progressed. It helps you out a lot in life because there's so many people in power, you know, all the way from our government to our boss that are not emotionally mature and that are not have not done the eternal work and have not tried to decipher what is actually going on inside of their minds and why do they react a certain way when certain things happen or when certain words or scenarios come around and do you guys know how many wars we could avoid by being more emotionally mature and how we could say well this is what I want that's what I want and I'm, I'm you're you're triggering me on this but I'm not going to react a certain way because I have a unhealed wound that that I can move past and like I said it's not like I'm saying that I'm 100% fully emotional healed because I'm not but I am enough to know when is it the time for me to use those negative emotions and when it's not because negative emotions are not a bad thing they're not a bad thing is like I mentioned it's just the way that we react and if they're if they're traumas or they're being triggered by something that we need to correct what traumas are there we need to address the fact that we do have these traumas and be better be healthier our minds have to be healthier because not only do we affect ourselves in our traumas but everybody around us every single person around us gets affected by the way that we react on our daily basis sometimes we don't even have to say anything our energy and our demeanor can affect somebody else and it shouldn't but it does and I've seen people who have missed out on getting promoted just because of their demeanor just because of the way they say things and they could be amazing workers they could know all sorts of things but their demeanor has a huge impact on if they're going to get promoted if they're not your energy has so much to do with the fact that you're winning in life and you're losing in life your approach to life has a lot to do with your success So in order for you to be successful, you have to be emotionally mature enough to say when it is time for you to drop things and let the ego go and when it is time for you to rise up to the pride because having pride in what you do and standing up for and standing up for your your rights and your family having pride on the business that you have built and not allowing people to bash it or whatever the case is it's not a sense of ego it's more like a sense of pride like I did and this is what I have created and I know how how valuable it is and I stand my ground versus this is what I created why don't you accept it you see the difference being emotionally mature (laughs) thank you guys for listening Share this episode with someone who's on their spiritual journey. And if you guys would like to see more spiritual content, in the description below, there's a link where you guys could go straight to my Instagram and straight to my TikTok. Make sure to follow both because in both platforms, I have different content. So make sure to follow both. Once again, thank you guys for listening and have a great one.